So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, happy hour listeners. Welcome back to another week. And Rachel, before we get into what we saw go down in this episode, we need to take a second. We have some huge news for one of our favorite bachelorettes, one of our badass women coming from the franchise, which is Caitlin Bristow won the mirror ball. She won Dancing with the Stars. And I am beyond thrilled. Rachel, I don't know if you celebrated, but I was popping champagne bottles celebrating her. I like I called my mom ha- in happy tears for Aww. her. But this was her lifelong dream, and I'm so incredibly proud of her. I, I, I echo all of your sentiments. I'm thrilled. And I honestly have to say I'm surprised she won. Not because she's not talented. I actually had a bet with Nick Vile that she, I said, Nick said she would win. Mm -hmm. I am such a skeptical, like paranoid person that I was like, nope, the powers that be are are not going to let two bachelorettes win Mm -hmm. in a row. So I had a bet with Nick. So I actually have to buy Nick a new plant for his (laughs) house now because I lost. But I'm happy to say that I'm glad I was wrong. I am so glad it is worth it. He'll have a plant. We'll name her Rachel. Maybe we'll name her Caitlin. Maybe we'll name her Mirabal. I'm not quite sure. But we, I lost that bet. Hmm? Rachel, you have to get a plant and hang a little, like a little 
cute silver ornament from the top of it for him. Yes. Oh, that's a very good idea. Definitely will. I I am a competitive person, but I'm happy to lose this bet for sure. Caitlin mm-hmm. is so deserving of it. And there was even like some grumblings that were like, oh, um, you know, Caitlin. And I mean this because I had to interview Caitlin r- right after. So some of, mm-hmm. some of the contestants were a little bit sour and they oh, didn't really? win. Mm-hmm. And they Oof. said, uh, well, you know, ABC talent won on ABC. And I was like, uh, hold up. First of all, you're talking to ABC talent. Definitely talent won on ABC. Yeah. Just I talent. Oh, that was a good one, Becca. Mad I didn't you. use that. Mm. <laughs> mm. Talent went on ABC. I'll share it. But I'm like, you know what? Let's not take this away from Caitlin. She had five perfect scores in a row. Mm-hmm. If this wasn't up to the fans and the judges were voting, she'd still probably win. Anybody who watched that could tell that Caitlin truly was the best dancer. She, oh my gosh, she shined every, mm-hmm. like, she was impeccable. She was mm-hmm. immaculate. There, I mean, throw whatever word you want to on there that's positive. <laughs> it is Caitlin and Artem. I don't want to take anything away from Artem because he's amazing as well. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever met Caitlin, this was one of the first conversations we had where she's like, I really want to do Dancing with the Stars and I don't think I ever will. And I lost my chance and missed the opportunity. And so now, look, you know, you never know when your dreams will come true, people. So I'm so excited for her. I know we talked about this before, Becca, but I feel like we can breathe a sigh of relief as much as I love Claire. And I know you do, too. It's mm-hmm. nice to see The Bachelor back on track. Mm. And, I, and I say that loosely. I am not a fan of the traditional version of The Bachelor, which is why I mm-hmm. enjoy things like Winter Games and even Paradise. I like to see things shaken up and I don't like things to, things to follow, you know, the, the normal path. I like mm-hmm. for us to step off the, the straight and narrow. So, but I do appreciate what we're getting with, with Taysha right now because I at least want to know who these men are. And Tasha <laughs> is giving us that. So we've seen some funny dates. We've seen some guest hosts. And we're finally seeing meeting the men and seeing Tasha navigate these relationships. And we're seeing real and deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel, I think this is one of my favorite episodes. And I don't just want to really? say that because I made a guest appearance. But <laughs> as you said, we are getting to know these men. We're seeing more depth to her interactions with these guys. And it just, I mean, being part of it is so fun. So, and I've been waiting for this episode because I had a blast that day. But what I think is really great is, aside from getting to know the men on the TV show, like we're able to sit down and have them here away from the big screen and really dive in and get to know them further and ask the questions that maybe we didn't see Tasha or Claire ask them. Uh, and today is, of course, no different because we have one of the men that I actually did meet on the date and who I found hilarious. We are going to have none other than Mr. Boy Band Manager Kenny with the good abs on the <laughs> podcast today on the podcast today to dish all about his experience on the show and hopefully give us some behind the scenes info into last night's episode because we saw a lot. Again, I feel like each week we're like, we saw so much, we saw so much, but now we're actually seeing much more depth, as I mentioned. And so before we get him on and talk about all things abs and boy bands and performing and I mean, like just 
I feel like every week I've talked about like Kenny being a block of muscle. Like he's just like this chunk of muscle. So I know we have questions about that for him. But before we get him on, we have to get into what we saw last night. So I think we just got to get into it. Wait, before we get into the recap, we have to talk about something that is not on our rundown. Becca, did you see the tease for Matt James' season? I did. Thoughts? Yes. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. So this is the one thing. So I was, I actually was with one of the producers watching the tease and um, I'm not going to give it too much away, but they mentioned that this season more than any other season, I think we're going to see the most tears out of any group of girls yet. I don't know if that's a good thing. Like I, I think I'm, it depends on why they're feeling, crying. I'm still feeling the lingering effects of Peter's women. Okay, I you know that there's a reason none of them were chosen as the bachelorette, even though I mean, if I had a choice, it obviously would be Natasha. Clearly, mm-hmm. I'm biased and I have no no shame in that. But as a whole, I'm still feeling all of that. I'm mm-hmm. I don't want that again with Matt James season. Now, my first thoughts, the women looked stunning, oh, gorgeous, yeah. beautiful, mm-hmm. which I expected. But there was a part, Becca, that really got to me. I'm upset. <laughs> I have a bone to pick. Shocker. You know, surprise, guys. (laughs) But here it comes. I am a fan of Matt James. It's no secret. He reached out to several leads before he did the show, which I think was genius because Mm -hmm. he's never had this experience before and he wanted to talk to people who've been through it. I talked to him for like three hours. FaceTime at that. I don't even like Mm -hmm. to FaceTime. FaceTime at that, okay? Um, Matt James revealed to Chris Harrison... On night one, waiting for the women that he's never been in love before. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I feel like playing into what you just said about him having conversations with the leads. Uh, I had not a three hour FaceTime conversation, but that was one thing I asked him going in is like, what is your type? What are you looking for? And I don't know if he was fully prepared and it. It, it just, it baffles my mind that, not to knock Matt James, because I don't really know him. He seems sweet from what I've, I've seen, but A, how are you going to go on to a TV show where you are leading a group of 30 plus people and you're constantly being pulled in all the directions, you're in ITMs, you're giving interviews, you're having to like cut open your heart and spill all of your emotions and then to not be in love. Uh, Becca, my thoughts exactly. I needed a moment. I said, are, are we serious? And, and we put this in a promo. This is what we waited 18 years for. Now, mind you, I'm a fan of Matt James. I like him. Otherwise, I wouldn't have given him that much face time. <laughs> <of my> time. <laughs> I like him, but I just am shocked that this is a man who's got to na- navigate 30 plus relationships and he's got to differentiate between infatuation and love. And he's supposed mm-hmm. to do it with a camera in his face and mic'd up. And we're supposed to trust that he can do that. Let's be honest. The success rate for men on this show is piss poor. So why are we going to expect for Matt James to be any different? The man is going to have a fantastic time. But I am now not confident in his love story, which I originally said I thought he was going to find someone. Knowing Mm -hmm. that it has nothing to do with him as a person. It's just about experience. I don't think he's going to... Pick someone now. And if he does pick someone, it will not last. That is personally what I think. Mm-hmm. I think I it's going to be. I can't believe he in- hasn't been in love before. I, yeah. I, I, 
it's going to be an interesting season. I mean, this is the first time we've ever had a lead that has no idea like what this is all about. So between the fact that he's a newbie, all these girls are new, that he's never been in love, that there's apparently been so many tears shed. I think, I mean, as a viewer, I'm intrigued and I can't wait to watch this go down. I hope it's not going to be a shit show. Like, I truly hope that he, I mean, like, I wish the best for everyone. I hope that he finds a lasting partner and finds love, but. Uh, I'm not interested in the storyline, Becca. I turned it off when I saw it. I don't want it. I don't want another Colton. I don't want another Peter. I need somebody who's matter of fact and knows, like, understands this. Is not figuring out life and love while figuring out the whole Bachelor journey. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in the storyline, guys. I hope this it's, is just a tease and we get more. It's just, I feel like it, it's so interesting to go from p- some past leads who, you know, didn't get engaged and then got together with people that they weren't even in their top four <laughs> made it to hometowns. Exactly. Copper has some feelings about this too. <laughs> tell them people, tell the people, Copper. Um, but to go then from those seasons to Claire's season, who right away, like within the first 15 minutes, she's like, this is my husband. Call it a day. We're engaged. Let's have the babies. Let's do this. And then go from Tasha, who I think also is, you know, she hopefully knows what she wants and she's going for it. And it seems like everything's aligning for her as it should. It's going to be. A huge 180, I think, with Matt James' season than what we've just seen. Or yeah. what we're currently seeing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to be continued, guys. <laughs> but right now, we're not happy. I am not interested in this. Even though I fully support Matt James, and I'm so happy he's the first Black Bachelor. bachelor but I do not support this storyline. Okay. Now, But wait, 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 wait. In a couple months, if he's down on one knee and in a committed, loving relationship, Rachel, should we make I, bets? Do we, uh, are we are we betting right I now? Got, I got to see some of the season. I, I'm not doubting that he will get down on one knee. I am doubting that it won't last mm-hmm. because the way he had to find his first love for the yeah, first time, which is also shocking to me. It's like Matt James is, James is attractive. He has a job. He has a nonprofit. Um, he's clearly not short of meeting women, yet he's mm-hmm. never been in love before. I, mm-hmm. I need more to the story. Is it because you just haven't found that person? Is it because you were running away from it? It plays into this frat boy stereotype that he has. He is not that person in talking to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. But the 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 uh, stereotype of him is, you know, the quarantine crew affiliated with Tyler Cameron running around with models. You know what I mean? Like around yeah. New York. And now you've also never been in love. Like how serious are you about this? Don't worry, you right. guys. When he comes on the podcast, these are questions that will be asked and answered. I wonder if some girls are going to come out of the woodwork now that actually dated him. And they're going to be like, no, he told me he loved me. We were in the, uh, it just come on, come on on to bachelor happy hour. You guys, if you got a story to tell, about, <laughs> no, we're not that type of podcast. Let's just slide, just slide in our personal DMs. Don't use our, don't yeah. use our, our podcast account. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. To be continued on that, but we got to get down to what we're seeing, what we saw last night, because there's yeah. a lot to digest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to pop so, it off? Let's pop this off, this episode. Let's pop it off. So we we start off with, uh, like, it was a group date, but it, I feel like it was a mini group date to pick, like, who she actually wanted to bring on the one-on-one with. Uh, so we see some of the guys. We have Ivan, Riley, Kenny, Blake, Damar, Bennett, and Zach C., We'll have to do a little songwriting for her. And who stuck out the most to you? Damar. 
I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a fan of Damar. I, I have been, and this is the most camera time I feel like we've seen of him. Mm-hmm. Damar, he was so dedicated. He took his time. He brought out an instrument. I don't know what notes he was playing. It didn't matter. He had the rhyme, the rhythm. It was creative. Um, it was cute and playful. Damar, clearly, by you far, know, landslide. So in my notes, I actually wrote Damar was my favorite too, simply for the fact that he dropped JPJ in there, which I thought was so clever because we haven't seen, I don't think up until this point, no one's brought him up. I mean, and obviously mm-hmm. we saw the relationship between Tasha and JPJ on Paradise. We had Tasha on the podcast after Paradise to talk about it. So I That's thought that, that was very clever. nobody believes that was a real relationship. That's why nobody's yeah. talking about it. So, um, Damar, yeah, I would have, I would have given it to Damar as well. Absolutely. Damar, hands down. Now, one of my favorite moments obviously involves Bennett because he's the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> Gosh, I freaking love Bennett. Probably, I'm going to step out of limb and say my favorite Bachelor Nation character mm-hmm. that, I've se- that I've seen. And I started mm-hmm. watching on Nick's season. He is by far my favorite. So many facets to Bennett. But Bennett was so confident in himself. And they do this cutaway of him smiling from ear to ear, <laughs> nodding his head, so sure that his song, even though I love that he didn't sing and he rapped Mm -hmm. because he's like representing with the ATL and even was like, yeah, you know, I'm no stranger to the freestyle. Freaking love it. (laughs) Um, So I just love how eager and confident he was only to be let down. That was that was funny to me. But yeah, no, Ivan won. Ivan was sweet. But wait, Rachel, we're missing a huge key point to this date. And it's the fact that and I have no doubt. I'm going to ask Kenny about this, but he's a boy band manager. How do you not win this group date? Yeah. Some people sing and some people manage. <laughs> and I think Kenny knew very well that he does not have the talent to be, you know, on stage. Uh, but Kenny, and- like, he, you know, he, he hopefully can carry some sort of tune and knows like what melodies flow and like at least bust out some dance moves or something like this is your career he recognizes talent he is not <laughs> the talent i i had no expectations for kenny i knew kenny would suck i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> Did you? i went in like with very high hopes i'm like if anyone's gonna win yeah. this it has to be him yeah i knew he would suck but he's funny like i i enjoy i actually enjoy kenny a lot on uh mm-hmm. tasha's season because he's and Claire's. He's outspoken. He's funny. He's mm-hmm. a bro. He's a yeah. total dude. He holds his own. He doesn't take <laughs> things too seriously. He calls the guys out when he has to. But it was some call Spencer a dickhead. <laughs> Love it. So this date. So the winner was Ivan. Clearly, she wanted to give the, give it to Ivan. He was. Mm-hmm. He, he, it was cute and sweet. It just wasn't the best. So she gives the, the the prize to Ivan, and he gets the whole Netflix and chill date, which I loved. I, I loved this concept of the one-on-one date. It was so intimate. I wish I had something like this mm-hmm. on my season. It was a very real life date. This is what yes. something you would do when you get a few dates, right? You wouldn't invite everybody mm-hmm. to your room immediately. But after mm-hmm. a few dates in, you get to know someone. You have this type of experience. Of What did you think about the date with Ivan and Tasha? And do you I loved chemistry? it much like you it's like I tried to put myself back in the bachelorette shoes and like you know you're always on you're constantly going on different dates and you're in interviews and it's a lot and so I remember being on my season I'm like I just want to take a nap with somebody like I just want to lay there <laughs> and chill <laughs> 
And I feel like she got that. Like, you know, she just invited him over to the room. I I love how we see them, like, in different settings. Like, we see the playful side where they're, you know, the floor is lava and they're ordering room service. That was cute. It was so cute. It's like, I I wanted to be on that day with them. Like, they're playing Twister and then they're sitting out by the pool. And um, one thing that stuck out to me on this date that I loved, which I really want to get into the conversation because by far, I think out of this entire season, that's, like, the most impactful conversation we've seen. But did you notice that the entire time that they were talking, Tasha did not stop smiling? She was smiling the entire date with him. I mean, yes. of course, there were like some moments with tears, but she would just stare at him and just has this smile. Like she just looks elated to be with Ivan. Yeah. Yeah. She seems very, very comfortable. It was mm-hmm. shocking that this was their first date because they really seemed to just have an ease with one another. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. And, and you're right. They had. A very important conversation, which personally, I was very happy to see because mm-hmm. we we needed to have this type of conversation. I was going to be very upset with the franchise if it wasn't addressed with everything that's happening this year and in the world. And yes, they were in the middle of a bachelor bubble. But if you want these relationships to succeed, you have to have these real life conversations because Tasha is a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And I... I I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and talk about it, but I um, was happy Ivan brought it up. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the, I mean, obviously he was the perfect person to have this conversation because they could relate, but like we see him open up about his brother and the backstory there, and there's so much depth and emotion. But one thing that I liked, and at first I, I'm I'm going to preface this with, I, my thoughts quickly changed at first. I was like, Oh, I hope Tasha can step up and like have this conversation. Cause at first we saw Ivan open up and yeah. really dig deep. And of, of course, talk about his brother and BLM and George Floyd and Tasha, you know, it, it hits her. And she just kept saying like, this is really hard. This is really hard. So I was like, Oh Lord, like I hope there's more to that. Like, I hope that's not just like all, all her input is for this conversation. Thank goodness it came back and, she had more to contribute. But what I found interesting about this conversation is usually it's the lead digging deeper for whoever she's on the date with. And the lead is the one to kind of lift them up and make them feel comfortable. And in this case, it was the reverse. It was Ivan, the one, even though he's with the bachelorette, he's with the most eligible woman in America right now. He's the one to be there and like be that solid rock for her and to say like, let's talk about this. I'm here for you. Open up. It's okay. It's a safe space. And that was, I think, really important for her to then be able to do that because she wouldn't have been able, I think, to do that with any other guy. Mm. Very, very good observation and point. And I have very similar notes that I wrote down as well. Um, And I don't want to, you know, be redundant and say what you said. So um, I'll just try to piggyback onto it. And I was like, what? the hell is Mm -hmm. this i was sitting there like oh give us something give us something taisha yeah i i have not been a big fan of ivan i i was indifferent i didn't have an opinion i -hmm. definitely have one now after watching Mm -hmm. this conversation he has won me over he is absolutely one of my favorites because of the way he was able to express and communicate what is happening in this world how is it it has affected him personally, his faults, and how he used to think about things and how he has grown from that. It was mm-hmm. a beautiful conversation to be had. 
I like Ivan because he challenges Tasha in a way that she has never been challenged before by any man that she's been with. And that's, and that's very evident. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure I say this right. Mm -hmm. Even though when she, when it came back and Tasha was trying to, to talk and Ivan even said to her, I feel he even said, and I don't know if it was in a confessional or if he said it to her, he said, I feel like she's hesitant and I wanted her to know she can trust me. Mm -hmm. So he even noticed that, you know, she was holding back. Tasha made a very important statement. She said, she's always tried to blend in because she knew she was different. And what that translates to is she tried to assimilate to whiteness and tone down her blackness. That's basically mm -hmm. what she's saying. And I so wanted more from Tasha in this conversation. And I get being emotional. It still makes me emotional to talk about George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Breonna right. Taylor. I mean, the, li the list goes on and on and on. And it makes me emotional too, because the list didn't start in 2020. We've talked about this, mm -hmm. but I so wanted Tasha to put words to her tears because that statement of saying she tried to blend in because she knew she was different is something so many black people who grew up in majority white communities or schools can relate to. I personally can relate to that. I went to mm -hmm. a majority white school my entire life. I know what it's like to try to blend in and tone down who you really are just because you feel like it's easier. And mm -hmm. I wanted Tasha to talk about the why and the, why that is, mm -hmm. why she felt like she had to blend in, why this is such a struggle for her, why it's hard for her to talk about. And, and specifically, not just as a black woman, as a black and Latina woman, you know, be, she's a woman of color and she's representing two cultures and two communities. I wanted her to express that, you know, I'm, I'm quick to correct people that Tasha's not the second black bachelorette. She's the first black and Latina bachelorette. She is a first and she mm -hmm. is representing women who have never, who she's representing women on this show who there's, there's never been a lead that's been biracial of these cult, this, this culture. Yeah. And there are young girls who can look to her and relate to her. And I just wanted her in this moment to express that because mm -hmm. it was almost like Ivan, you are, you said it, Ivan was leading the conversation. Ivan was, was pushing her and guiding her and telling her how he's been called the N word. And she was like shocked by it. Like, really, mm -hmm. that's what it was. And I just, uh, it was, it was a great conversation, but like you said, it was Ivan who was leading, leading it. It was Ivan who brought it up. It was mm -hmm. Ivan who was pushing it. And I wanted Tasha more from Tasha in this moment. And maybe yeah. we'll get it later. I don't know. Do you think, and obviously this is a hard question to ask because we weren't there. We don't know what was all said. They only cut a couple minutes of a conversation to piece together for us. But do you think Ivan left fully getting what he wanted or needed from that conversation? I don't think Ivan was looking at it that way. I think Ivan was more so looking at the fact that they have a lot of similarities physically mm -hmm. and even with their backgrounds. I think he was looking at, he had this one-on-one -on -one with Tasha and she broke down and was emotional with him. I don't think that he was looking at it like, wow, I wish she would have said more. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. think that. And I don't know and if, if I would have even gotten it in that moment. Yeah. And I'm sure, and, and I don't want to speak for him because I don't know him, but 
I'm, I'm sure he walked away being like, I'm the only person really like out of this group of guys that can have this type of conversation with her right now that can like yeah. totally relate on such a similar level. So um, yeah, I'm sure there's, I, I hope that there's more that they had talked about that we didn't necessarily see, but yeah, I mean, it's a step in the right direction to start. Thank God the show's like finally showing these conversations. Yeah. I think what's going to be hard and, and there's going to be a level of expectation not just for Tasha, not just for Matt James, but anybody who's of color coming on these these seasons right now in 2020 of talking about what's going on and how it affects you and why it affects you that way. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to be expecting that. And honestly, rightfully so. Uh, you are stepping into when you're in you're a public figure at this point, whether you're a contestant or the lead, and people are looking to you for guidance and advice and as role models. So, you know. I don't think it's an unfair expectation for people to place on you. So I, I, I hope this isn't even the last conversation. I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I hope that when Tasha gets down to her final men, that she has very similar conversations as well, because it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be two biracial people, two people of color, two black people, whatever. It needs to just be Tasha and whoever, just because of who she is mm-hmm. and what their potential children can be and their blended families will be. So, yeah, but I am happy the conversation was had. Yeah. And one last thing I want to say before we keep going, but I don't know if Ivan listens to our podcast. I I would hope he he does. And at least I want him to hear this part, but props to him for mm. even opening up about his brother. Like yeah. that, that's not easy to do to anyone that you're just starting to date and let alone do, do have that, have that conversation in front of all of America. Um, so everyone, if you're listening, throw Ivan some love and support. It's not easy to open up that deep just to one person in a relationship so soon, but to do it to the entire world, I think just shows the depth and the character and how willing, you know, he is to be open to have Tisha get to know him. Um, so kudos to Ivan. I'm sending him all my love and support this week. I am a huge Ivan fan after that conversation. Same here. Uh, so it's hard to move on to the BS after having like such a real conversation, but we must because must. that is the show. <laughs> but no, no, it's the balance of the two. No, the show is the balance of the serious and the fun is what I'm trying to say. So I don't even want to get into the group date with the truth or dare. I know you were there, but so was Kenny, who you've already mm-hmm. said is going to be a guest on our show. So I know you have burning questions, secret questions detailed questions that you can Mm -hmm. ask him about this date, which I actually thought was really fun and uh, creative. But um, let's move on to the Ben and Ed and Tasha moment (laughs) that we got towards the end of the show. Um, Okay, so first of all, high production genius. Okay, we see both Ed and Ben who think to themselves, you know what? I need more time with Tasha before this rose ceremony. I haven't gotten that time yet. If I don't get this time, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. So we see them both on a mission. Honestly, I would have loved for them to end up in the same place. But I, I don't know, Becca, I, let me, before, I, what were you thinking was going to happen? The whole time we're seeing this, I'm like, La Quinta's big. So it's, it's very likely they can be separated mm-hmm. with two camera crews. But. How is this going to end? What were you thinking? <laughs> well, like you, I, I really did think that production would pull a fast one on both of them and have them both show up 
Or at least, like, in my mind, I was like, Ben's going to get to Tasha's room first. They're going to, like, have this hot, steamy makeout session. And then Ed's going to show up and, like, kind of like, you know, when we saw Claire and Dale when they were having, like, the long time together. And then Chasen or somebody else walked in and they were like, oh, oops. That's what I expected. But the fact that he showed up at Chris Harrison's (laughs) villa was so much better and not only that he showed up and obviously Chris is like, what the hell are you doing here? The fact that Chris is like, let's crack open a bottle of wine. Let's have some, like, let's have a man chat. I was like, I love this. And I loved the bloopers. Like, cause when they're sitting there, it looks so awkward, but the bloopers later on when they were at, like they were finishing the bottle. If you look at Chris's glass, oh, like it was full at one point, they like, if they spent some time together and if, I mean, I just found it endearing. Like, Noah, I have, or, whoa. For Ed, I have such a soft spot in my heart just because, I don't know. I mean, like, from everything we've heard about him, I just, like, I'm really rooting for him, but he's getting the short end of the stick in every situation possible here. Yeah. But he's to blame here, okay? He took the bait. (laughs) If he was really on a mission to get to our girl, Tasha, then he would have said, I'm so sorry, Chris, I disturbed you. I'm going to continue to look for Tasha." What did he do? We've talked about this time and time again. These men have a huge crush on Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. He was more thrilled that he stumbled across Chris Harrison's villa than he was. He forgot all about Tasha. Who? I'm with the man, the myth, the <laughs> legend that is Chris Harrison. Oh, oh, and he's inviting me inside. Oh, he's going to pop bottles with me. I can't mm-hmm. wait to tell the rest of the men at the house what I did with Chris Harrison. You know, that's what Ed was thinking. I can't wait to go back and tell Carlos all about this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, it was written all over his face. I still so think good. it would have been so, so great if the two of them showed up at the same time and like Tasha didn't know what to do. But we Mm -hmm. also can't set our girl up for failure. So this was funny how it played out. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was that's cute. I had never seen that before. No, no, no. I thought it was very clever. Again, like production working over time. It was so good to to have that moment, you know, and the Ben part. It was great. It was sweet. They finally were able to kind of reconnect. I guess he had to reset and prove how he felt about her, which was which was great. You know, quite frankly, though, I would have been wanting to drink that nice red wine with Chris. (laughs) <laughs> I, but he he should have gone after Tasha, and uh, and honestly after that he should have gone home right <laughs> we need ed ed should have gone home he didn't deserve to be there after this i i don't know if ivan or brendan or zach or bennett or you know who else do i have left Ben, if he had gone to the wrong place, would have done the same thing. But mm-hmm. it is what no, it is. No, Ben, it would have. Ben, it would have put on a face mask with Chris. He would have borrowed Chris's don't robe. You do my, don't you do my Bennett like that. <laughs> he would have kicked his feet up. <laughs> <laughs> Bennett would have said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this drink. Thank you for pouring me this drink. Thanks for the nightcap. Now I'm going to take this drink and go find Tasha. That's what he would have done. Mm-hmm. It would have been classless of him to turn down Chris Harrison. He would have taken the drink, taken a sip, and then been on his way. Yeah. Um. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, good good entertainment for that night. Fast forward to now. Next night, we have a cocktail party where more drama happens with Noah, who, you know, he's already been rubbing the guys the wrong way. Of course, they weren't thrilled about him hopping the fence last week and getting the group date rose that he wasn't supposed to be on. Uh, basically, he reveals to Tasha that the guys are saying she gave him the rose to, to only shake things up and kind of just questioning her intentions and... I guess her decision-making skills, which she got pissed and rightfully so. I understand that. Like we've, 
as leads, you have those moments where you hear one thing and you're just like, this is going against everything I've been preaching to you guys since I've been here. So fuck you. I'm going to leave. So she, she addressed the men and left. And, you know, we have this, this moment where the guys that are questioning Noah and there's just, I mean, there seems to be a lot lost in translation between him and the men. Yeah. I did not understand the hate that the men had towards Noah. I didn't think it was warranted until this moment. Okay, Noah is a master manipulator. And that is the only note that I wrote down because that is what stands out. This man, instead of tattling on the men, he flipped the situation and made it seem like they were talking about Tasha. When that is not the case, they were talking about Noah, but he flipped it to make himself more the victim and made it seem like, Tasha, they have a problem with you. I mean, the lawyer in me is like, it was pure genius. That was, I mean, it was a smart tactic. But for this show, it's honestly alarming. Mm-hmm. Like I'm red flags. They're, they're waving all over Noah. This man is scary. The way he flipped that situation. I'm actually terrified of Noah now, but you know, I what see I'm him jumping about- the fence as a or jumping. The gate is now a totally different thing. It's all <laughs> it, 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 it's different. So that's where I'm wondering, like, is there more behind the scenes that we're not possibly seeing? But regardless, even if that's the case, the way he approached her and the way he worded it and brought it up and, and, and threw it back on her, I don't think was right at all. And it was just a, like me as a viewer. I'm like, what am I missing here? What? Master manipulator. He was the puppet master. He was pulling strings through that whole thing. Mm. And it worked <laughs> because I don't even know if he realized how great it was going to work because Tasha, which I did appreciate this moment where she, because we see Tasha as bubbly and she's got great energy and, and she still has all those things. But don't play her. And that's mm-hmm. what she gave those men in that rose ceremony. And we love to see it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting her to cancel the rose ceremony, but she did. And I understand her frustration. And Noah, you know, to his credit, didn't even realize how great his little master plan was going to work. But it worked. worked, And he gained no friends in the house, only enemies. And we see the rose ceremony. Sorry, we see the cocktail party canceled. And the rose ceremony happens. And we see Chasen, thank God, go home. Uh, Jordan, who we didn't see that much of, our boy Kenny, mm-hmm. and Dr. Joe, who once again, no. we needed to see more of Dr. Joe. I've spoken um, at great lengths about my displeasure in not seeing enough mm-hmm. of him on the show, but you know, we see him go home. So maybe we'll see these, these four men again. I would I would hope we see some of them. Some of them maybe not so much, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss seeing Kenny on the screen. I thought he brought some comedy. Joe, before he went home, oh my god, I and I said this last week, I wish we would have seen more of him because he he reminds me of Becca M in the way that like people in the house would say certain things on RE season and Becca M would have the best reactions. And expressions of certain things. And and I started to pick that up in Joe. But yeah, we, we lost some good ones, you know, and others. Sayonara. Yeah. And then we've got we got the preview for next week. And I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Bennett's on the <laughs> chopping block. We all know how I feel about dear Bennett. And Isn't Bennett is that we're so invested in so many men this season. No, I'm not invested in so many men. I'm invested in Bennett. <laughs> and Bennett <laughs> looks like he is on the chopping block. Our, my man set himself up for the two-on-one. 
I, I'm, I'm upset that he's in this situation. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm hoping it doesn't end with Bennett going home. Mm-hmm. I'm, re- I'm, I'm not really ready to see Bennett go and I'm not ready to see Ed go. Yeah. Say that. I don't want to turn on Tasha. Tasha, do the right thing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. So with that, Becca, I know you had the pleasure of meeting Kenny on your date, but mm-hmm. I did not. And I cannot wait. I thoroughly enjoy Kenny's personality and I can't wait to ask him so many questions because one thing he is, is straightforward and direct, which means we are about to have a fantastic interview. So without further ado, we welcome Kenny, the boy band manager, Kenny with the good abs to our podcast. I want to start off by first welcoming you. Have you done uh, another podcast before? Uh, not for the, not for the show. Uh, I, okay. I mean, I'm, yeah, in general, yeah, a couple, but not not yeah. for this. Yeah. Well, we're your first bachelor, bachelor family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Hundred percent. Yes. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> you're one of our favorites. You're, oh, you're, <laughs> you're, no, no, really, really. You're outspoken. You're funny. Sure. Um, and it's it, it's great to see both of those. Like, you have a a fun personality. Like, you're somebody who I'm like, you know what? He he'd probably be really cool to hang with outside. Yeah. Of I, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's why I, I got sent home. <laughs> You're too much. But you know what? <laughs> like, too much to like, as, as former leads, there's you always keep and, and maybe like t- it's different for Tasha because the way that she came into all of this. But as former leads, you always keep the one you have the most fun with around. Mm-hmm. Like you keep you're like, OK, like, right. I, yeah, like I just <laughs> like I need I need to break up this. The monotony, the, yeah. the drama. Go somebody go get Kenny. Please. Right. I felt like uh, I 100% like I felt like a lot of the guys, it was just always so dramatic, like romantics talking. I'm like, I'm not like that in real life. Like I can't talk these romantic words. I'm usually a smart ass. And that's how I show my love. <laughs> <laughs> so by you okay i have to call you out because on the date that i hosted kenny yeah also it was warranted but kenny told me to shut the fuck up <laughs> at one point. Wait, what it that way. what no it, it, hey. it was fun loving i i, I, I deserved mean, it i will say uh, that i uh first of all i did i said i didn't say it that mean and i <laughs> i said i just i don't even know where that came it literally just came out of nowhere Cause I was eating, I was eating the damn pepper pepper, and I don't even know what the hell was going on. And, uh, I was totally joking. And I'm like a second after I said it, I'm like, fuck, I should not have said that. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's actually why Tasha sent you home. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, no bullshit from that moment. I'm, I literally felt I was going to go home and I did after that. <laughs> I, 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 I was actually shocked. I did not expect you to go home, but I will say I did deserve it. You just <laughs> downed the pepper and then you were trying to, you know, express your feelings in this little fake proposal. And Sidney and I just kept chirping in the background. Oh, yeah. Bringing yeah. you the bucket, the puke bucket. So yeah. I get it. No, no, no. I, I, I've, I've had, I've asked a few, uh, uh, behind the scenes people to tell you I'm sorry I don't know if that ever reached you or not it did, it did. <laughs> all right good I appreciate it <laughs> but it just uh, means like we like you're, you like me right you're giving me yeah. shit straight no that's that, <laughs> honestly yeah that's that's exactly how that's how I am so it's just <laughs> some people don't don't uh 
It's not for everybody. It's I mean, like we're smart asses, so you know you're yeah. in a safe place right Good, here. Yeah. But yeah, it's not for everybody. How like. has it been watching yourself back this season? Um, it's I've I've been loving it to be honest with you. Um, it's just been I, I watch it with my family, and they're very similar to me, and we all kind of just talk shit to each other. So you know, it's just basically them talking shit to me while we watch and. It's like a family get together. <laughs> I feel like, and I want to ask this because, I mean, obviously we don't know you very well, but I feel like from what we've seen of you on the show each week, you have stayed pretty true to, I'm sure, who you are. Would your family say the same watching it back? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. My my friends, more, more than my uh, friends and family, but people that I work with uh, would say like, that's how I am. Like, some you know, sometimes I, I come off as, an asshole if I'm calling people out or kind of calling out situations and stuff but that I did on the show a little bit, kind of with Claire and stuff, but it's a hundred percent how I am in real life. I feel like your job requires you to be a little bit of a jerk though, right? Dude, yes. Like you got to deal with groupies. You got to deal with <laughs> agents. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> you got to deal with agents. You got to deal with, you know what I mean? Like, denying talent except you 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 kind of have to be a hard ass because yeah you're the the, you're right. the the barrier between you and whoever the client is yeah so i can we I, get I, into this i want to get into your work yeah okay how did you get into managing boy bands uh well so i've been booking a club uh i'll be entertainment for a club here in chicago for like 17 years so mm -hmm it's a it's on like the south side it's called bourbon street and it's just it's like on the outskirts of the city about a half hour from downtown but anyways i've i've been i was doing that forever that's been my main thing and then about six years ago um me and uh we can i had this concept to do a boy band tribute so basically a tribute to nsync backstreet boys one direction new kids on the block all that stuff and I partnered up with a friend of mine uh, from the business and we started a little company and we, our first band that we put together was the boy band night and we assembled the, the musicians and just put it together. And then we have six bands now since then that we put together and we manage and kind of babysit. <laughs> so are Rachel and I going to be invited to a concert when things are up and running oh, again? Oh God. You guys would love it. I, oh, I, I love guys, cover band concerts. I do dude, too. I do too. I, I mean, not to not to like toot our own horn, but they are very like they're good. Like we we play like we play good rooms across the country. We played in Canada. It's they're like the guys are great. It's a really great band. How did how did you not channel one of these boy bands when you were asked to sing to Tasha on the date? Dude, I am so behind the scenes with the music stuff. Like no musical talent whatsoever. I was I was freaking the fuck out for that part. <laughs> I said some people manage and some people have talent. And I said Kenny clearly is on the other side. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so it's so interesting. You obviously have had the best job title, real job title, because a lot of times there's a fake job title um, for, for contestants to make <laughs> them to make them more interesting. This is a real job. You have the most interesting real job that we've ever seen. How in the world did you get on The Bachelorette? I, uh, you know, basically they, 
they just the, the show reached out, contacted me um, in the midst of uh, uh, COVID. Uh, I was literally I was sitting on my ass doing nothing. Uh, we had the you know the the bars were it was like during the first part of the lockdown, and I don't know where this just came about and. It just happened. It's so weird, to be honest. <laughs> so did somebody so... reach out to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The show reached out, and you'd never uh, seen an episode before. Uh, yeah, I have actually. Um, I knew a dude uh, on your season, uh, Rachel. Um, I, oh. I, I I modeled uh, with uh, Peter Krause in the past. Um, no kidding. This is one thing that I think Rachel and I have said it on because you were on the strip dodgeball date. Yeah, and then what was the other one? The uh, water water polo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. On those ones, yeah. and both times, Rachel and I. Well, maybe more so me. I was like, Kenny's like just a block of muscle. Like that. That's <laughs> yeah. all he is. And uh, for the listeners who, because they didn't, they didn't actually show this part. Um, so the group day that I hosted with you guys. Yeah. You all had to wax you know, yeah. parts of your body. Okay. And so the guys come back and like somebody had waxed their back. Somebody waxed their leg, you know, somebody probably did their butt. And you, <laughs> you weren't shy. You, hey. I think you made the cameraman a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, probably. I, uh, <laughs> the problem was that's the only hair I had at the time. Like I, I told Blake, I go, this is what we got to do. I, that's all I got. It's either that or Wait, did Blake, did Blake wax you? Yeah. You should have won the whole thing for that. I dude, me and Blake won. We went on we went wild on that day, to be honest. We we went a little wild. As <laughs> okay. a viewer, I think it's unfair that we were robbed from that moment. I'm just uh, gonna be honest. I wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was there in the flesh. <laughs> Becca, yeah. Uh can you <laughs> go, going into the truth or dare date, what was the toughest challenge for you on that one? Because we did the oh, the speakerphone orgasm, obviously the waxing. You needed Chris Harrison to sign some part of your body, the yeah. smoothies, <laughs> yeah, and then the habanero pepper proposal. Uh, so but the, the orgasm one was was hard because I was the very first guy to like you know I I you know how those group dates are. You have no idea what the hell's going on, and you just get thrown. And that's how it was. It was like. We opened the card and we're like, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden, like, you guys are on the speaker, like, three, two, one. I just grabbed the phone and I'm like, I just started screaming. And I was like, I was like, oh, shit. And then Blake went and, like, he took it to a whole nother level. Blake took it to another level. Blake was uh, leg up on that podium. Blake, I'm surprised he's not throwing it. It was like, make the noise, not the motion. And. I was taking, I, I was getting good angle pictures of him. I don't know where those are at, but they're, <laughs> they're <laughs> those, somewhere floating around. Those the are also, yeah, those are also out there somewhere. So, what talk, was your favorite oh. challenge of that date? Um, I actually, uh, the, messing around with Chris was pretty funny. Uh, just, we were trying to get him, we were trying to see how far Chris would go as far as where he would sign. His autograph. Where did he find it? Uh, he just ended up signing on my my ass cheek. But <laughs> yeah, we just, just on the ass cheek. There's a picture of that too somewhere that I haven't seen yet. Uh, 
but yeah, we were, you know, uh, we, we threw other spots out there just to see, you know, what he would say. What do you, you know, what'd you go just... for? Okay, so for <laughs> all the producers listening in on this podcast, we need the Polaroids, people. We need the footage. There are some good ones. Uh, me and me and Blake specifically, our Polaroids are are gold. Whoever has them. Who did you room with in? At, well, I shouldn't say the mansion at at the resort. Uh, I was with my boy Jordan Chapman. Oh, okay. And you guys went home, RIP yeah. at the same time, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. We were connected all the way through. We were in the limo that- together. Uh, limo okay. roommates and then we went home together <laughs> that's such an interesting mix because i feel like you don't hold back and we see so much of you and then he was he to me seemed so reserved and quiet the entire time yeah dude, he's 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 like a sweet guy you know he's uh he's a little younger um you know i yeah i don't know it's just a personality thing i think you most of the time a lot of the guys held back to be honest i i think mm-hmm. you know i think even me in the beginning, like I was, you know, it's very uncomfortable, especially the first night. I'm like, I didn't say shit the first night in front of people in the interview I did, but it took me a minute to like kind of feel out the situation before I was mm-hmm. going to start saying stuff. Who, uh, cause we saw you, I mean, <clears throat> granted it wasn't your first night, but it was Spencer's first night when, when Tasha <laughs> and the new guys came in, obviously we saw you exchange some pleasantries with Spencer, but Right now, are you guys on good terms? Are you pretty yeah. close with all the guys still? Yeah, me and Spencer are cool. To be honest, after we kind of called him out that night, um, he kind of changed, to be honest. Reined it in. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I kind of, when when I said it, like, I wasn't trying to be like, you're a dickhead. It was more like you're being a dickhead. You know, to me, there's mm-hmm. a difference of, like, yeah. calling somebody something or just saying you're acting like something if that makes sense mm-hmm. well it was well warranted and uh we we had spencer on the podcast and he uh, had owned to it owned up to it and was kind of like yeah i laid low after that and he said he has a great relationship <laughs> with most of the guys in the house which is great like you know we, we love to see everyone get along at the end of the day um so obviously the dynamic from going from claire to Tasha is something we've never seen before and you know, whether you're a fan of the show or not, no one has ever experienced anything like this. What was that like, that shift? And it what was, was the mood in the house? Because, well, so... Tell uh, us what we didn't see. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. <laughs> you're the best person uh, to ask this question to, God, too. Jesus. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I started... I was asking a lot of questions before it even got to that point, like sort of picking up on what the hell was going on. Um, I, to be honest, I feel like some guy, a lot of other guys may have also, but they didn't know just really wanted to say it because they probably were may have been scared that they would have got sent home if they, because Claire would have been, she was firing people off. You know, (laughs) you never knew she could walk, you walk, she'll walk in and okay, you three are out, you know, so nobody wanted to say anything. Yeah. Um, But, but, back to your question. So there, like it was actually, actually when she confronted the house, it was like uh, a sigh of relief. Cause like, finally we had some kind of like closure to this like fucked up situation that had been going on. Like whether it was the show's over or whatever it may be, we just wanted an answer. You know how that is. It, it was, there was yeah. so much gray area. And, um, 
you know, for me personally, I had zero connections with Claire and we didn't really talk much. And, you know, and I don't have any, I like not saying she's a bad person or anything. It's, it, you know, all, it's just me personally with her. We had nothing. So for me, I was like, all right, like, what are we doing now? Like, what's next? And then uh, when Tasha came in, it was great because it felt like it was like this uh, new chance. And there was only at the time, there was only 16 guys. And like the, the guys were close at that point because of what was going on. So like the vibe was really good in the house at that point, like when Tasha came on. And then of course, mm-hmm. like when they introduced the new guys, like that fucking changed everything mm-hmm. that, that night. Then all of a sudden I was back to like, this is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all couldn't catch a break. My I gosh. I mean, I, I mean, for Tasha, I was happy for her that she at least got the experience of having yeah. the limos come up with the guys. But for sure. you guys, it's like, I mean, Kenny, what was it like in the house? Seriously, every day where y'all like, we have no idea what's going to happen. Every day was a surprise. You never knew what you were going to get. You never even knew if Claire would show up. For you real? Know, what? For Sometimes real. she didn't. I can't I even know. imagine that experience. It, 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 on top of that, it was like 120 degrees out every day. And it's just like mm-hmm. this nasty out. It's just, it was, it was, you know, the uncertainty. I hate that. And it's just, and like you said, it was just completely like the one day the guys were getting ready to go out on the, uh, a group date or some shit and they were getting ready. And, and then she, they were like stalling them for like a while. And then all of a sudden she like called it off and it was like, it's just like, it's just like exactly what you said. It's just, it was like chaos and I don't know. It was, it was weird. Did you have a, do you feel like you had a good time? I mean, obviously, we saw you go home in this episode, but yeah. part of the, the the beauty of all of this is the friendships that you make because you spend more time with the people you're living with than you do with the actual lead, even if you go to the very end. Oh, yeah. Did you at least enjoy yourself? Because Becca and I both spent time at La Quinta, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was bored. So I was, just, <laughs> I was bored yeah. and sweating my ass off. Yeah, know, like, dude. did you... Did you at least have fun? Was it a, was it, cause I, I hate that you guys didn't, I hate the mansion. That's an overrated experience, but just like the traveling and all of that. Um, did you at least have a good time? I uh, dude, I, I loved it. Especially now that I look back uh, at it and where I'm at now with it. Like I was, I love it even more thinking back, like in real mm-hmm. time, there was plenty of times where I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I go home right now. Like it was, there, there but the, like you said, with the weather and it was like, it, it was just kind of like with the Claire stuff and there was just so much bullshit. Um, but you know, it was, I wouldn't, I would do it a hundred times, you know, it was great. You know? What, so I want to ask this because now that you kind of know what to expect and what goes into filming, obviously you did not have a normal season, but would you ever do it again? Like say on paradise? Oh yeah, I I would love to do it. I I Kenny, would. You are made I, for paradise. Kenny's <laughs> gonna be walking down the beach naked on paradise. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I don't I don't know how I was naked so much on the the season. I don't, I don't even know how that happened. But <laughs> I'm sure I, it was planned. Oh man, not from I, you, from production. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody tricked me into something. Uh, somebody wanted to see the abs that I, day. I, I wanted to do another group dude. date. 
Is Anytime band- Chris Harrison was around, uh, somehow I was naked. I don't know how, how that worked out. <laughs> well, you, we talk about this on the podcast. You men have a huge man crush on Chris Harrison. And right. you, y'all got to spend more time with him than normally contestants. You never really see Chris except at a rose ceremony or if something right. bad happens. Y'all were right there in the mix. <laughs> yeah. We're all living together. So I know y'all were bro- yeah. uh, big time fanning out over him because the men love well, Chris Harrison. Plus, he had to come visit us every minute to tell us what the <laughs> hell was going on. Yeah, so true. <laughs> Usually when Chris comes, it's, I mean, well, and this, in your, in your case too, it's always with bad news. But like for me, every time Chris would come into the mansion, all the girls would be like, oh no, what bad news is he going to bring? And he was right. just popping in daily for you guys. Yeah, so he was, was like one of you. He was probably bored too. Just wanted to hang out. I don't know. It's, Real talk. Uh, hey, yeah. But going back to what you were saying, like do, doing if, if paradise happened or anything in the future, like knowing how to navigate just stuff. From day one and stuff, I think is a huge uh, plus, you know, going in because I meaning like it could even lead to you getting more time with the girl or girls because you know how to kind of navigate some of the bullshit to get yourself to go talk to the girl more, if that makes yeah. sense. But Bef- before we move on to the game portion, to challenge your managerial skills. I'll know how good of a manager you are if we're able to have some type of integration with boy band night on The Bachelor, oh, right? Please. Have you not already, have you already Ooh. thought of this? Oh, because of this should happen. We've never had a boy band. Well, we had Backstreet Boys, but they, they yeah. it was more of like a date. Um, it wasn't like a performance where they were serenading a couple on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. We need to make this happen. Uh, 100%. You know? I, oh my god! <laughs> Put your skills to the test. Be there in the background, like learning the moves. Please, I know the moves to insane. I don't need. I don't. Need, I already know them. <laughs> you, you guys, you, you're probably better. Our our guys aren't the greatest dancers in the world, but they're they get by. They're okay. <laughs> I'm so intrigued to see this. I want to do, do a they karaoke look night like with you. Them? Do they dress up like them as well? <laughs> they look like our. The look of the guys looks just like. Uh, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC would look a combination between now and like we don't we don't go we don't dress they don't do like the cheesy 90s stuff anymore they they sort of dress in modern so if you saw Backstreet Boys now it kind of looks like that sort of but it's definitely the same feel tell your favorite groupie story not of yours but (laughs) of you guys Mm -hmm. I love it I love it I know groupies you know what I mean I I want to hear the stories I Rachel might even, have been one back in the day. Who knows? I'd be, I, I'd get all the guys in trouble. I can't even talk about that stuff. How many bras. times do you have to pick panties up off the stage? <laughs> How many bras <laughs> on an average concert night are thrown on stage? There's, there's, I, we, we have a little collection going in the in our van, in our in our van. Who's holding on to them? <laughs> we keep them in Who's the van. Collecting these. I, we, we have a van, our band van. <laughs> like girls go wild over men that can sing, play instruments. Like this is the, like I, I know there's some good stories to be told. I'll tell you know what was wild is uh, we did a couple shows in Canada, and being. You know, it was just they kind of they treated us like we were like the Backstreet oh, yeah. Boys. Like after the show, there was like a huge line to take pictures and autographs, you know, and we're just a couple assholes from Chicago. It's just <laughs> so the guys, you know, it's cool. Uh, and it, like I said, they put on a good show and it's very pro level stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're still just dudes, you know, we're not 
famous, you know. You realize you you're never a part know. of it now, though. Like, and as and like in Canada, they're big Bachelor fans, so now they're going to say, "I know." Oh, and our manager is Kenny from The mm-hmm. Bachelorette, and I mean, I'm you know, the- you thought you saw how much Kenny's have your DMs before. blown up since coming off the show? Uh, it's it's been pretty it's been pretty wild. It's been pretty wild, yeah. Steady flow. (laughs) Um, Uh, Okay, Kenny, I I do have one last question before we get into the game. And I ask this for every guest that we have on. But overall, what was your rose and thorn of the season? So your highlight and low light. Oh, man. Um, I'm actually going to say that my my highlight uh, was just honestly was just some of the I have some really great friendships right now with some of the guys. And I didn't expect that, honestly um that that's sort of my my highlight of it and my i think my thorn would have been uh telling you to be quiet i should never have done it. <laughs> oh, oh thank you it was Shouldn't. i mean i it's i deserved it so it's okay <laughs> i can take it so don't worry it's forgotten should never should never have said that <laughs> kenny were you surprised um, that you went home i was uh yes and no like like I was saying earlier, that whole day after I, after the whole thing with Becca, I swear to, and I swear to God, like you can even you ask, blame me. No, 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 no. It just, it wasn't just that. That was like the start of it. And then that night it was, uh, the, you know, one-on-one time I had with Tasha, and it just, I didn't, our conversation I could tell wasn't working and I knew I was going home. I had a bad feeling I was going home after mm-hmm. that. So the whole next day, I'm like, I'm going home tonight. But a little piece of me was like, I, you know, maybe not. But I, I ended up going home that night. I actually, now that I'm thinking back to the day when Sydney and I were there with you guys, I remember Tasha saying, I asked her, I was like, so what guy like is giving you the most attention right now? Because you know, when you're on a group date, it's everyone's vying for the attention, but it's awkward. Like, you have to reposition the cameras and everyone's running yeah. around and there's a lot going on. And I asked her, I was like, who's like, who do you feel like is super attentive? And she said you. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm actually, that's why, that's why I, before we had you on, I was like, wait, Kenny went home this week, right? Like, cause I don't remember that and I didn't expect it. So I think that's I why think we're it, asking you if you, if you like saw it coming. I, it, <clears throat> I think it, like I said, I think it was more from later that evening. <laughs> I just don't think she, she it just came up like uh that i couldn't be i, I don't think she was that thought i was serious because i was always mm-hmm. sort of having fun with everything and joking and laughing uh and i it, it's the conversation turned you know that way and that's that's i don't know i don't know what her thought process was mm-hmm. um personally I, I mean i don't think that i got enough time to to show her maybe yeah obviously i can be serious if it's a serious if it's time to be serious, I'll, I could be as serious as anybody else. So mm-hmm. uh, I just didn't get a chance to to do that part. But group dates are hard for that. Group you know, dates you only, are hard. The, yeah, uh, group dude, dates really are the worst sometimes. Kenny, it's so hard. Kenny, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm laughing because I'm just reminded of my Texas accent. And when I lived in the Midwest, one of my first friends in law school was like, I went to Marquette. And he was like, nice. why do you keep saying my name like that? And I was like, it's Kenny. And he was like, no, <laughs> it's Kenny. And like the when whole, you say Dale. 
I know it's the t- it's it's my Texas accent, and so I just heard myself say Kenny, and the whole time I've been saying Kenny. But fuck it, it's Kenny. Uh, That's what I want to call you. I love, dude. I love, I love Southern accent. I love Southern accent. Well, let me just keep talking this way, man. please. But I I have to ask you this question. I'm so sorry. I keep we keep saying it's the last Do one, it. but I gotta know. Do it. How many? When it comes to a man's, when it comes to a collared <laughs> button down shirt. How many buttons? <laughs> How many buttons? I got none button right now. Do you believe? I know. And I was very glad you were wearing one top button under that. How many buttons do you believe should be unbuttoned? Because, Kitty, I swear, every single time we saw you rose ceremony, the I know. night portion, there one were about five to six buttons unbuttoned. <laughs> what is the acceptable number? Dude, I don't, it's so, it's so fucked up because watching it back, I'm like, I didn't remember having that many buttons down. <laughs> it's like, it like every time we saw, like every scene, it's like one more and then one more and then one more and it's like the belly button is unexpected. <laughs> it was it, on some was, of them. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I, except, like usually no more than the first, like the three is usually like for me, okay. like, but like there was one scene that it looked like I didn't have any button from the side. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I didn't even know it was like. <laughs> Look, you were working with what you got. You said, you know what? Let there. me stand out. Let me stand out hot. for a second. Air it out. It was very warm. <laughs> Had to ask. That's <laughs> a good question. It's a good question. Okay. So before we let you go, we love to play games with all of our Listen, well, we lo- our listeners love when we play games, but we love to play with everyone, all our guests who come on the show. So we've had a few of the men from your season on our podcast already. And one thing is unanimous is that you have the absolute best abs in the house. So <laughs> okay. with that being said, we're going to play a fun game and it's called Absolutely or Absolutely Not. Okay. Yes. Okay. And and adding on to what Rachel is saying, I think every guy that we have had on has attested to you having the best abs. So <laughs> <laughs> here's how it's going to work. We're going to simply ask you a series of questions and then you just have to answer absolutely or absolutely not. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Easy enough, right? Got it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kick it off since I was on this date with you. But Kenny, do you actually sound like that during an orgasm? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wait, I was waiting for the knot. <laughs> Those poor hey, women you dated in the past. I, I, you said something like you if you heard that you were going to take me to the hospital or something. I think you said yeah, that. Yeah, I was like I have to take him to the ER. And then in an interview I was asked like would you take any of them to the fantasy suite and I was like absolutely not. <laughs> One of the guys sounded like he was on a business call like he was just standing there like not moving, not like giving anything and I was like this is not a Zoom meeting with your mother. No, yeah, some of them were pretty uh, cringeworthy, I think. <laughs> all, all of them, I think. Yeah, yeah all probably. of them. From all what six. we saw, you saw everything, but the ones we saw were not yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, thank you for being honest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think NSYNC is better than Backstreet Boys? I uh, absolutely usually go with NSYNC, mostly because uh, I do love Justin Timberlake. Mm, feeling so. Special. That's why it tips to NSYNC for me, but I think... What's your, what's your NSYNC song? Um, I I like Dirty Pop, and It's Gonna Be Me are usually, like, those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, May. 
Yeah, it's going to be May. It's going to be May. Wait, do you guys remember their song? What was it? It's like, uh, what's the one where it's like, it's Friday night? Oh, it's like the pay. I just got paid or something. Just got paid. Yeah. That's an early. That's that's early in. That's I danced to that for jazz class in fifth grade. If anyone cares, (laughs) Uh, absolutely. I absolutely care. (laughs) Okay. uh, Next one. I guess this is a good one. Do you regret anything that you did or didn't do on the show? Uh, absolutely. I, I absolutely regret some stuff that I didn't do. Oh, which would be what? Um. Just being there was there was moments where I think, you know, I could have made more of a presence with the with the, with Tasha, you know, okay, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's I look fair. back at you know like uh, like last episode, you know, something like with Noah jumping the fence or something like that. Like I look back at that and I'd be like, nah, I should have did that, you know, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Does any part of you wish that you came on a season with less turmoil? absolutely not i this the turmoil is actually was actually perfect for me it it was <laughs> honestly like this, all the stuff with claire and the drama stuff like i felt like i was at work it, <laughs> <laughs> nice. honestly I, there's so not much, getting paid this time yeah well i ain't getting paid at work anymore either right now we're, we're closed <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true uh yeah okay um did you cry during filming uh no absolutely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, so. I, I didn't okay did you believe ed when he said chasen was there for the wrong reasons did i be- did i believe ed mm-hmm. when he said chasen was there for the wrong reasons uh absolutely Mm. I absolutely be uh, only and I say that because Ed uh I was kind of close with Ed so in the moment of it I would you know I was going to side with him and it was one of those things where I I didn't I it wasn't something like I personally saw myself but like if one of my buddies is like hey this is what I got see I'm like oh all right you know I'm going to go Your with down that down ass friend yep you know I mean like and that. we are fans of Ed on the podcast We'll Bennett that. said he's the funniest person. He's hilarious. And yeah, he's like, we didn't even get to see it that way. But I mean, him naming the baby Carlos is all I need to know. I can tell he's <laughs> funny with that. Yeah. And, and I love Jason. Like, they're both great guys. It's just pertaining to your question. I, that's, yeah, that's, that's where I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you think Noah has the right intentions? Absolutely not. Come on now. <laughs> is Noah in the group chat? Wait, wait, I was, I, yeah, is, is Noah in it? <laughs> I have no comments on the group chat. No, no, you, I think we, we, we talk about the group chat all the time. Okay, okay. Didn't Spencer say all of the guys are besides Yosef? No, he only commented on Yosef. He wouldn't oh, say, okay. he was like, I'll tell you Yosef's not in it. But he yeah, alluded yeah. that there might be somebody else that's not in the group chat. Uh, Yosef's definitely not on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Noah's on there though. Okay, well that's what nice. about the other there. guys that came in later with Noah but went home right away? Like 
<laughs> what was his name last week, Rachel, that we were talking about? I've, I told you, he's a sound guy. I've never seen that dude in my entire life. What was his name? Wait, Scott? Scott? Uh, uh, Peter. Of, oh, Peter. Yeah, yeah, Peter. Never, we'd never heard of a Peter before. Well, all the <laughs> Peters we knew were on my season yeah, and Peter. The Bachelor. <laughs> I, I've never. Who's Peter? Peter. I, I only knew Peter for a hot minute. He was a nice guy, and then I don't know, to be honest. Uh, Did he make the group chat? No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Peter. <laughs> Peters don't do well on this show. <laughs> to be honest you know. with you, it was like a lot of the, the core, obviously, was like the dudes that were left over after Claire left. Like that was like mm-hmm. the core group, like the Sweet 16 guys. Like that was like a core group. And then we, you know, uh, Spencer and Noah, you know, got adapted into that eventually. I love that you call yourselves the Sweet Sixteen. Right. Yeah, that's what it's a it's a sports term, and I love it. We're love like, it, yeah. love it, love it. I got the draft We're, on right now in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. Do you think Spencer deserved the first impression, Rose? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why? Because he he had just come into the season. Uh, no, because I mean it was Tasha's first night too. So I get you know it technically doesn't matter because it was her to her it was meeting everybody the first time, and I didn't know Tasha either. So everything was a mm-hmm. first that night. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's just hard for me to say yes just because of the attitude at, that night. Um, but again, I don't know what his limo entrance was. I don't know what he said behind the scenes from what I've seen. She, she was, she was quite attracted to him, you know? So I, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, obviously it's, it was her decision, but if you're asking me, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you have given your first impression rose to? <laughs> out, of, out of all the men. Uh, oh, that's easy. Mr. Jason Foster is my my first impression, Rose. Oh, Rachel, are you going to tell Jason to slide into his DMs? Who? He's always in my DMs. Jason, the one that went home after Claire. Jason? Oh, I'm like, who the hell is Jason? You were Lucy the other week when we were talking about him. Once you, like, if you don't come on the podcast, once you go home, I, I go home too. I don't know you anymore. And it's, I think it was the last name that threw me off. Yes. Yeah. We really like Jason. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jason. Um, That's okay. That, well, that question, that was just me throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, going back to Tasha, if she didn't find love on the show would you slide into her dms to try it try and give it a second chance uh absolutely yeah okay not not because not not that um i think that it would i was like in love with her or anything but i thought she was uh i i thought it would, we had a fun little thing of a connection and it was obviously yeah. just very very shallow not there was no depth obviously to any of it but um so maybe not so much to like pursue anything but like if i feel like she would be a good friend at, you know mm-hmm. at least yeah uh you know it's not, not like i hate her or something like you know mm-hmm. so so i would you know i know it's a trick question that's a trick question. well no no a lot <laughs> of the guys i mean becca we're friendly with 
I, I'm friendly with almost every guy with from a my good chunk season. of them. So yeah. most of them do slide in in your DMs at some point. Um, oh, I, I mean, so. to me, it's like everybody kind of shared this like traumatic experience together. All right, last one. Do you think you have the best abs on the show? Uh, absolutely. I mean, come on now. <laughs> we're, play, we're playing a freaking game with you called abs. Clearly, clearly, we agree. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Kenny, Kenny you've been fantastic. Fun. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's good to hang out with you guys. Yeah. This is why, before we had you on, I, I was telling Rachel, it's so nice that I feel like we were finally starting to see all of the guys and your personalities and like relationships with Tasha and the other guys actually come out at this point. But we love having you guys on to just ask you these questions and play these games and get to know you on a more personal level that you wouldn't see on the show. So we're thrilled yeah. to have you. Thank you so much. Wait, what's your take on Bennett? Because both of y'all are, are very condescending and sarcastic. Do y'all get along or is it just too much when the two of you are in the room? Uh, no, actually, I, I, I feel like Bennett's my boy. Like, I, I would back him in a fight. Like, if we're fighting, I, I would I'd help him out. Yeah. Who would you not back in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no, I'd have to let Noah be on his own. You know, if he's... If he's gonna get in a fight, I don't know if I'd back him or not. No, nah, I probably would. Fair. I probably, I probably would. I, I, I like to, I like to rag on him, but uh, yeah, he's. They're all good guys, at, you know. It's he's he's a good guy at heart. So that's good. We're glad that you 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 got along with the men. You had a good time. You were pleasantly surprised. That's always the beauty of this when you're beautifully surprised with friendships that you never thought that you'd have going into this and. They will be friendships that last a lifetime. Kenny, it's always a pleasure. Thanks, Becca. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> she was waiting. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> we'll see you, I'm sure, soon. Bye, Kenny. Okay. Thank um, you thanks. so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, Kenny. Bye-bye. Kenny, I did not disappoint. I love when the guys, or whoever it may be, the guests come on the show and they're the same or even better when we get to talk to them on the podcast, you know? Mm -hmm. It's great. He was fun. He's a lot of fun. I, I like how we what we see on TV is what we see here and having him interact with us. And that's I think like and for all of our listeners who think like the show's scripted and it's fake, like he's exhibit A of like he he's just who he is and it's very charming. And I'm glad that we had him on. I I will say I didn't expect him to go home this week. I did. Uh, I, I did. I didn't want to tell Kenny that, but I did. I saw it coming. I mean, he couldn't have a below the surface conversation with Tasha, and I think things are heightened for Tasha because of how she came in after Claire, and she's really taking this. She doesn't have time to have the playful relationships because she doesn't yeah. have the same amount of time that normal leads have. So, and I respect her for that. I love that. That's how she's navigating it. Mm -hmm. uh, but Kenny, Kenny was great. Um, I love that Kenny didn't hold back on answers. And what I truly love is that when he talks about what he wished he would have done better, it's mm -hmm. he wished he would have done better in exploring his relationship with Tasha. So I love yes. that that's that he's reflected on that and wish he would have done a little bit more, which mm -hmm. also goes to show how great Tasha is. You know, mm -hmm. he has no ill. He understands why he went home and he wishes he would have done a little bit better. Yeah. Another reason of why the cast this year or this season is so great. They're mm -hmm. just, they're at another level, their maturity level, just like the banter, the wittiness, everything. Like, it's just a good group of guys. So uh, I can't I'm wait happy till we, we were have... able to have him on. 
you know, to be quite frank, I'm sure we're going to see much more of him on some future show at some point. Or just boy band night, period. I gotta see them. I don't want I to. I can't wait. I no, Rachel, we're going. We're flying to Chicago. When we can start to travel again, we're going. We're going to make a night of it. Yes. Sold. We might be up there dancing with them. Who knows? Sold. <laughs> bring back a past life. all right everybody thanks for hanging out with us again today if you have any questions for any of the contestants make sure you send them to our social hopefully you you know where to find us at this point but we're putting these guys in the hot seat over the next few weeks so don't miss the opportunity to throw all of your questions at us into the mix because we're looking out for them and so whatever that but you can find us at bachelor happy hour on instagram or at batch happy hour on facebook and twitter and last but not least, do not... Oh, wait! No, no, no. Before we do this whole spiel, Rachel, I have to say, um, your bottles of Bordeaux are coming <gasps> in the mail. And for all of our listeners who don't know what that is, Bordeaux is a sparkling wine line that I am launching and pre-orders are ready now. We finally launched the website this week. So if anyone wants to stock up on some bubbles or sparkling rosé for Thanksgiving... Check it out. It's at Drink Bordone on Instagram and drinkbordone.com. So, Rachel, Perfect hopefully timing. next week when we podcast, we will be cheersing in style. Thank goodness. I've been jealous of you posting pictures, having a sip. I'm like, what does it taste like? What? I need to know. Thank goodness. Next week. T- so in time for Thanksgiving. Glass, yes. Yes. What we'll are you stock up. For? We'll stock up. Drink but, Bordone. But, but, but now I should probably finish the job and say, last but not least, <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery App, or wherever you're listening to us right now. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try and then select take our quiz. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.